0: You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Efridge. Hey, Corey. Do you realize what holiday is coming up?
1: Now You've done this to me before, and I went with Arbor Day, so should I go with (laughs) Arbor Day again?
0: (laughs) No, it's St. Patrick's Day. Oh,
1: that's right.
0: It's right around the corner. And so obviously you need to be figuring out what kind of green you're going to wear that day. Of course. But I want to I tell you about a couple of women that I saw wear green in a very unique way. Uh, can
1: I, I'm, can I I'm, go there? I am ready? all ears.
0: <laughs> well, the first one was when I was in high school. And we were sitting in the bleachers watching this volleyball game. And the senior girl was... Uh, was just talking about some stuff and the, the topic came up about oral sex. And all of a sudden she looked really confused and she was blonde, you know, and, and someone spoke up and said, Amy, do you know what oral sex is? And she said, I thought that oral sex was just talking dirty to each other. And of course, when we explained what it actually is, she turned green. Now that was okay. another instance There was another instance when I was a youth pastor and I was doing this sexuality retreat for teenagers and college students. And this one young girl, she had her mom as a chaperone on the trip. Mm -hmm. And when I was talking about oral sex, she looked over at her mom and she goes, you and dad don't do that, do you? And her mom was like, uh, well, there is freedom in the marriage bed, which is what I had been talking about a <laughs> lot. And this girl, she literally, she turned green and she got up and ran to the bathroom to barf. Now, hopefully our listeners today aren't going to turn <laughs> green and have to run out of the room and barf because I want to talk about oral sex. We've had so many emailers say, I'm really looking forward to your show on oral sex. Absolutely. So can we go there?
1: Um Hey, <laughs> I'm a guy. We can go there. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I've
0: never heard a guy turn down oral sex, <laughs> even if it's just talking dirty about it. <laughs>
1: yeah. But real quick, we have to get this out of the way. This is Sexy Marriage Radio. And we've mentioned how we get feedback from our listeners. And we love hearing from you. And so if you've got something that you want to us to cover or you would like to just say, hey, you guys are the absolute best thing on the radio, which we love hearing that, yeah, send we us, love hearing how we rock Send off. us an email at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. You can also jump on iTunes and leave us any kind of comments and five-star feedback if you like what we, what we do here, because that helps spread the word and climb the charts, and we want to grow and reach this, uh, th- with this message all across the world. So that being said and out of the way, let's get back to oral. <laughs> so this is what something are- that I think that's important to cover.
0: I I do too. And, and I want to get into, you know, tips and tricks here in a little while, but first we have to overcome the hurdle of what holds people back right. with this topic. Speak to that for me.
1: Well, I think some of it is fear, if if not all of it, especially at the beginning because <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, you could have this I don't know what I'm doing. Um you could have this it's gross. You could have this what if you know, she comes, he comes, and um, I can't get out of the way. Or, you know, it's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's lots of different things that can happen because you have tastes and smells and sights and all these different things that, you know, some people are just averse to because we just don't know. Or, I mean, what, what I think of is, is the whole, especially when you talk about oral sex of a, of a man on a woman, is the Seinfeld episode where Jerry and George are sitting in the coffee shop and they're talking about without ever saying it. And Jerry's response is, no one really knows what's going on down there. <laughs> I think you just close your eyes and hope for the best. And, <laughs> and I think she just appreciates the effort. <laughs> and I'm all, okay, that's so funny because it's so true, but it's also so sad <laughs> because, man, there's a whole lot going on down there. And if you know, you can do a whole lot. Yeah.
0: Them. Yeah. And and I think that what you're describing is that people fear the unfamiliar. Absolutely. And, and that's true with anything, yep. with anything, with a, a new food that we try or a new place that we go to on vacation. I mean, there is a fear of the unfamiliar. But what if we could just get really familiar with it? Yep. yep. What if that sight and that sound and that taste and that smell became so familiar that you actually began to crave it? Yep. You know, I I remember a stir fry was always something that really just the whole concept grossed me out. It's like you're gonna put what all kinds of vegetables in what kind of <laughs> sauce, and you expect me to eat all that. Like I wanted my broccoli on one section of the plate, right. and my carrots on another section of the plate. I didn't want all that all tossed together in some weird sauce. But I kept going back to Chinese buffets and you just see so often the stir fry veggies, and the more I tried it, the more it was like I kind of like this yep. and I want to try this at home. And now I have like five or six different sauces in the refrigerator door that Greg is like, when are you ever going to use all these? And I'm like, just let <laughs> me have my fun. Come on. I think, <laughs> I think that it could be the same way with yes, oral sex. So once you give it more and more of a try, you may develop, you may become a connoisseur yep. of oral sex techniques.
1: Oh, you can. And, and I mean, it starts with having the conversation and maybe this show right here is, is the conversation enough. You know, listen to it together. Listen to it by yourself, especially if you're the one that's averse to it and like, no way am I going to do that. Okay, well, just listen and start asking yourself why. What's that about? Because you could be married to someone that's saying, I really want you to. You know, you could be married to somebody that doesn't want you to. And Mm -hmm. that's a whole different show. (laughs) Yeah, and here's
0: the thing. If neither one of them want to, if it doesn't appeal to either one of them, then nothing is broken and nothing needs fixing. Right. So when you have one who wants it and the other that doesn't, where is the one who wants it supposed to go? You know, if if they can't, if if they can't ask their spouse to take a walk on the wild side and live a little and have some adventure and just try it out and then maybe try and try again until we, you know, really start kind of enjoying this thing, where are they supposed to go to have that appetite satisfied?
1: Yeah. And so that, that's where first things first is you have to have the conversation. You know, you have to, hey, this is something I would like. This is something that, you know, I know we've tried before because I know we've gotten emailers before and I've had emailers at Simple Marriage before that have said, you know, we tried, I tried it once and it was a disaster.
0: Yeah, which, you know, a lot of things are a disaster the first time we try it. (laughs) Yes, they are. I remember my first kiss. It was horrible. We bumped teeth, my lip bled, but that didn't mean that I went, well, I'm just not going to do this kissing thing.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm (laughs) never, I am never kissing again. No.
0: It's such an intimate act. I think that it's far more intimate than even intercourse.
1: I think so too.
0: Because there are so many senses involved. Mm-hmm. there, there is, It engages every sense that you have. The sight, sound, smell, touch, feel, all of it. And I do think that there are people on the planet, many people on the planet, that they crave being the closest to their spouse they can possibly feel. Like, I feel like if, if some people could literally crawl inside their spouse and just reside somewhere in their rib cage, they would do it. But right. obviously that's impossible. Right. So it's like oral sex is kind of a symbol of the closest okay. that two people can get.
1: All right. So let's personalize that real quick and not from our own experiences. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about it from a male perspective and a female perspective. Yeah. Because it's, and, and I want to first start with this idea of the whole ha- be receiving it mm-hmm. as a woman, receiving it as a guy. What role does that play?
0: Okay. Uh, good point. We will separate the receiving and the giving because I do think that there are people out there who don't have a problem receiving, but they do have a problem giving or vice versa. Right. They don't have a problem giving, but they don't want to receive. Right. Right. Um. And yeah, I, I think that it it's an incredibly intimate act, not just to give it and experience all those sensory things, but to receive it is very vulnerable. Okay. Very vulnerable. Like sure. I remember at one of my women at the well workshops, I asked a woman, you know, how do you feel about letting your husband look? at your vagina. And she was like, when would he ever need to do that? (laughs) And I was like, you know, well, doesn't he ever want to just, you know, look at what's going on down there. And she was just like, well, you know, his eyes are on my eyes. And I was like, okay, well you're talking about when you make love when you have intercourse, but what about when you have oral sex? And she, again, she turned green (laughs) and not in a good way. The idea of, yeah, and I guess maybe some women are just like, as long as the lights are off, I guess I can let him. But the idea of your husband having his face between right. your legs and, yes, tasting you and smelling you, and that can be really weird to a woman.
1: Yes, it can. I, I mean, I've heard that from several clients before. The yeah. same, same exact thing of just because it is a true revealing of myself. It's, it's like a this is me <laughs> completely.
0: Yeah, there's no place to hide. Nope. You can't hide behind panties or or pajamas or blankets or yep. anything. It's a total exposure. Yep. So what I want husbands to hear me say is that if your wife ever makes the choice to open herself to you in this way, I hope that you will so honor mm. her vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Like praise her for trusting you because trust is really what the marriage bed is all about like to experience these incredibly intimate acts with one another, something that you don't do with anybody else on the planet. Hopefully it is incredibly ultimate and incredibly intimate or or, it is incredibly vulnerable and incredibly intimate and can be the ultimate expression of trust and intimacy and love and passion.
1: It can. And I think of it, uh, not being a woman, I don't have any clue, but I do know oral sex for a woman oftentimes will bring about orgasm much easier?
0: Oh, sure. Because the clitoris is being stimulated right. a lot more directly than through intercourse. Right. I mean, when you think about it, when the penis is inside the vagina, that's doing very little for her clitoris.
1: Right. Right. So, all right. So flip side to the guys that uh, as a man, I <laughs> the way the way I think of it with when you're talking about receiving oral sex as a man, you know, think about it. As a guy, I have been raised where... The penis is an important part of me. It's, it's a defining part of me. You know, it's one of those, we, we basically are just wielding it all our life. We're talking about it all our life. I mean, it's, it's a machismo. little
0: three-year-old boys toddling into the room, no diapers, just swinging their penises wildly. Well,
1: hello, they do. And that's what they do. That's exactly what they do. And if they don't do that, they're touching it a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's just that whole, and I get it, you know, that's what's so funny. I have a six-year-old, and as soon as he got out of the diaper, he kept grabbing his penis. And my wife was like, dude, what are you doing? And I'm like, he's just making sure it's there, honey. I mean, that's just what we <laughs> just do. In. I just got to make sure it's still there. And so when I think about receiving oral sex, not only does it feel great, it's also just kind of an honoring of, yeah, look, this is me. This is, this is a power kind of a thing. So it's kind of like a... I don't want to go crazy talk here for a second, but it is one of those. It's kind of like subservient serving of just the essence of me.
0: Mmm, that's a good way to put it. You know,
1: it's like you are taking time to just take care of me, and that right. the most
0: intimate part of you. That's the most, a well, but also part of a defi- yeah, part of you. Well, but
1: also a, a defining part of me. You right. know, so it's one of those like you are catering. To the essence of me as a man,
0: <laughs> so, and it's it's the part of you that has more nerve endings yeah. than any other part of your body.
1: Yeah, so there's a there's a tremendous amount of power involved in this act to a guy. So it's it's more than just hey, will you blow me? You know, what? it's 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 a whole lot more than that Which
0: I, I don't recommend that as ever being the pickup line you use no. talk about a boner killer for a woman yeah
1: don't don't go there guys there there's, there's yeah. better ways to bring this about but th- th- but to me that's what I think of that it's it's a deeper part of it's not just an act sometimes it's it's a it's a true serving almost yeah all right yeah. so now let's switch it to the to the giving of it.
0: Okay, well let let's stay let's stay on the the male part. Let's stay on fellatio, All right, let let's stay on a woman performing oral sex on a man. That's what it's called, right? Fellatio? That's,
1: yes, fellatio is is that one. That's and then the
0: proper medical term.
1: Proper, yes. Let's go yeah. proper medical term. And then cunnilingus is the other one. So
0: yeah, yeah. So a couple of tips that I have, no pun intended. Um, but but <laughs> you know, I hear a lot of women say, "I don't want his fluid in my mouth." Right. Well, let me just clarify. There's two types of fluid. One is what is typically called pre-cum or the dew drop. It's basically just that little drop of fluid that's intended as a lubricant. It's it's the body's way of just getting juices flowing so that intercourse is more comfortable. But, you know, you can stimulate the penis with your hand until that dew drop appears and then just gently wipe it away and then go to town. Yep. And when he gets to the point where he literally needs to blow, for lack of a better term, when he needs to ejaculate, a woman should not be expected to keep her mouth there unless it's something that she chooses and desires to do. Because the reality is, is that the semen doesn't always have a pleasant taste to a woman. And that's okay. That doesn't mean that she can't perform oral sex at all. Basically, there's a difference between oral stimulation and oral sex. If you consider oral sex all the way to the point that he ejaculates into your mouth and you find that distasteful, literally, then just offer oral stimulation. Right. And, and one of the things that my husband loves is that when— when I start out when his penis is a little soft and you can take more of the penis in your mouth, then it gives him that opportunity to grow. And and that is incredibly arousing to yep. him because once they're full length, you can't always get that whole thing in your mouth. And one of the worst things that a man can ever do is try to shove his wife's head further down.
1: Yeah, that's we
0: <laughs> don't need a new hole in the back of our throat. And that will tick <laughs> us off really, really fast. Yes. Basically I would want a man to take a broom handle and shove it into his mouth really hard <laughs> to feel what that feels like. And then decide if grabbing his his wife's head and pushing it down further is something he really thinks is wise. So, Can you tell I'm a little yeah, bit so on I, So I can't tell.
1: I can't quite I can't quite read the tone in your voice this Shannon. I'm trying to... <laughs> I,
0: know, I realized it was like, wow, I'm yelling here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, these are things that this, this goes back to that conversation too, of, They're important. You, you know, is it okay to have your hands on her head or not? Because if it, if your hands are on her head, you know, it, it's likely you could it be a little more work. forceful than you're thinking. And that's uncomfortable. Right. And so it's, it's well, having these conversations is extremely important.
0: Yeah. It goes back to the joke. What's the best way to hold your liquor by the ears? Yeah, you know, to, to hold her, you know, by the ears, by the cheeks, you know, to stroke her hair, to just give those affirming caresses and touches, that's great. Right. But to force her head down, uh, and you know, you real, you have to realize you can also cut off her ability to breathe. Yep. That's not just our mouth; it's also our sinuses where we inhale through our nose. And when a woman feels as if she's been forced to have her breath cut off, that can feel very threatening. Right. So, gentle, gentle guys, let her have control, and that's, let her enjoy this and don't force something on her,
1: and I think that that's a key point right there, shannon, of that she is in control in this one. you're not she dude. should be right she this is this is a deal she's doing for you, so right. and so she decides relax. when
0: she's had enough right. she decides when, okay, we need to shift gears and enjoy a different activity yep so yeah,
1: and that's where it also doesn't always just come down to. You know, you just wrap your lips around and hope for the best. You know, your tongue involved, your hands involved, you know, lots of different things where you're licking, sucking, blowing, kissing, all of that. And that works for both on both sides for the male and the female. And and
0: a final point that I want to make on that is if you can envision um, you know, for men who are circumcised, the frenulum is basically on the underneath side of his penis. Yep. And so, you know, uh, some couples want to do the whole 69 thing where she's on top of him and he's on or and she's on. Or, yeah. where yeah. she's on top of him and and he's underneath. Yeah. OK, we're going to have to edit that a little bit.
1: <laughs> Why? I got I got what you're saying. <laughs> OK,
0: we don't. Um, they they want to do the 69 thing where maybe he's on bottom and she's on top. But. Now her tongue is not against that frenulum. Yeah. Now her tongue is on the top part of his penis. Uh, and so it, it's actually more effective for a woman just to like get at his feet or get at the foot of the bed. Yeah. And that way the surface of her tongue is directly stroking that frenulum. And, and that's probably, I think, one of his biggest hot spots right there.
1: That is. That's where the most sensation is, is. And it's right underneath the head of the penis or the tip of it on the bottom side, on the underside. Yeah. So if you think of it as several, it's just a couple of inches right there. It's similar to a woman's clitoris. Exactly. So it's, it's you kind of keep in mind that you don't, you don't focus all your attention there the whole time, but you remember to keep coming back to it, especially if you're doing oral sex to the point of climax. That's what will bring about climax faster.
0: There you go. And if they wanted to add a little icing on the cake, a little bit of thumb action underneath his scrotum Uh, in that prostate gland area is, yeah, that'll be like a cherry on top for him. (laughs) That's
1: a good, that's a good thing. So now let's flip gears. All right. So now we're going to cunnilingus. That would be the appropriate medical term. But this is, if you're getting down to business again, it's the same kind of conversation of, is this just a stimulation that's going to then lead to sex or is this the, the whole deal? And Fellas, and and
0: why does it have to be either or? Well, why can't it be both and? I think that sometimes it's fun I get to to have it all, but other times it's fun to hear a husband say, "Honey, I want this to be all about you. I I just want to go down on you and that's all we're going to do
1: tonight." And that's what I that's what I was just about to say is, fellows, that can be a great thing to do that it's just one of those, "Honey, this is all about you." So this is this is just all no no reciprocation ne- necessary. And Yeah,
0: I'm not just trying to warm you up to get a sexual favor out of you. I really want to just give you a sexual favor. I want to give you a great orgasm. I want to give you a good night's sleep. I want to release all that oxytocin in you to calm you and relax you. Let me just do this for you. Yeah a man who says those words <laughs> a, a, a woman considers him a welcome guest yes. in that bedroom
1: <laughs> yeah i can i can completely understand it cuz again it is one of those just like what you talked about earlier it's a serving it's a it's a vulnerability it's a trusting of you into her essence into who she is into who defines what defines part of her so Fellas, one of the things I'm thinking of if you're talking about performing oral sex on your wife, take your time. This is not something you just, okay, I've kissed you a little bit, I'm going down, you know. Yeah. And,
0: and don't expect her to come as fast as you come. Right. You know, Dr. John Gray was the one who said, however many minutes it takes a man to ejaculate, add an O on the end of that, and you'll know how long it takes for a woman to reach the big O. So if it takes him two minutes, it may take her 20. Right. If it takes him four minutes, it may take her 40. Right. You never know.
1: Right. So this is, this is the idea of, I think of it as, think of your wife like an oven. You have to preheat the thing first <laughs> before you really start cooking. And and
0: oral sex is a great way.
1: It is, but it's also, you have to preheat before you really get into the oral sex, too. You can't just dive right in and expect her.
0: That's true. Let her get engorged. Yeah,
1: obviously, circumstances change, and sometimes, you know, you could just throw her down and go, and she's going to be taken and love it. Same for a guy. But, you know, the other times, yeah, you need to kind of warm up to it. So there's foreplay involved.
0: Yeah, skin to skin is always good. Yep. So you're know, giving her a back rub or a foot rub, or just sitting and stroking her leg on the couch or whatever. Yep. Uh, kissing French kissing is always good. You know, French kissing is actually intended to be, uh, kind of a, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for?
1: I'm not sure what you're looking <laughs> for with this one. You seem, you seem to be a little fluttered with, with some of the things that Shannon, <laughs> I I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm fanning sure. myself. <laughs>
0: Um, it, it's, inten- it, it's intended to kind of recreate the sexual intimacy act of a tongue going inside your mouth. It's kind got like you. a penis going inside a vagina and juices flowing and all that stuff. So French kissing is a great way to send that blood flow going from her brain, from her pituitary gland down to her clitoris. Because yeah, when you just go straight to her clitoris and act like you're just trying to push an elevator button until you hear a yeah. ding,
1: that can kind of be painful. Yeah. And so to me, it's it's as a, you need to take your time, recognize her other erogenous zones, you know, yeah. kissing her neck, her breasts, her belly sometimes as long as it's not a light one because that's usually very ticklish.
0: Yeah. Um, the small of her back. The
1: small of her back, the inner thigh. Her and buns. So, so you're working your way down. And
0: especially her nipples. Right. Very, very sensitive, very hot spot.
1: Right. And so – it's important, I'm thinking of it, in the, ter- in the idea of the best way to perform oral sex on your wife is reading, learning to read your wife. Mm-hmm. So you've got her warmed up, you're moving south, you're, you get going, and you usually it's, you start with wide strokes. And this is talking about different kinds of tongue positions, I'm thinking, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you can make your tongue really pointed or you can make it pretty flat and wide.
0: Like a manta ray.
1: Right. And so it's one of those kind of just take your time, and again, you read her cues or she, or you listen to her if she tells you straight out, "Hey, stop that. Do right. this." And
0: or or watch when she arches her back yep. or or breathes yeah. in deeply or stops breathing. Those are usually signs of intense
1: pleasure. Yep. And so you just kind of take your time, try a couple of things, but don't just try it once and that didn't work. Come back to, you know, so it's move your way all around her vulva, which is the actual definition of we call it a vagina, but that's just one part of her genitalia. So it's, yeah. it's using the labia, the inner labia, the clitoris. It's kind of you work your way around. And one of the best techniques I came across when I was – because I've actually written a guide on this that's evolved with one of the courses I do, which is called SCORE.
0: And I bet your wife loves that oh, about you. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: is, is, it's the whole – I mean it's so simple too, but it's, it's the ABCs that basically you rewrite every letter of the alphabet with your
0: tongue. <laughs> I've heard that.
1: Because you, it, you know, that way you don't hit the clitoris every time. Right. But you keep sweeping by it. And as you keep going, that usually builds up a momentum. And again, as I think this applies to both genders, that if a, if a wife is performing oral sex or a husband's performing it, as you kind of get warmed up and as you kind of get going, it's important to kind of establish a rhythm to it. That because that's what generally brings about the climax, especially if that's the point of what you're doing this for.
0: Yeah, and by the by the time you get to the O in the alphabet, maybe they'll be having a big O. <laughs> <You>
1: <laughs> it's very, never know. Hey, that would be kind of fun to test out. I may I may have well, to but try that. But asking
0: for feedback, yes. very important. Yes. You know, it's like, did the A feel good? Did the Q feel good? Like, do you, you know? Did you even know which letter right. I was on? Right. You know, that can actually be a really fun game. Al- let's do the alphabet game.
1: <laughs> totally. The
0: feedback is so vital to really becoming a master. And so when your spouse offers you feedback, please don't let it be a big blow to your ego of, you know, well, then you just don't think I'm doing it right. And you just think I'm a bad lover. No, she's, he or she is trying to teach you how to be the best lover. And this is not about, you don't know what you're doing, right? This is about, you don't have a penis or you don't have a vagina, so you really don't know what feels best to them. Right. And they are feeling safe enough and vulnerable enough and trusting enough to communicate to you what they enjoy most. Talk about intimacy. Right.
1: And look at it this way. They're trying to tell you how to bring them pleasure. <laughs> so, isn't yeah. that what you're doing? Because I know as a, as a man, the idea of me having power enough to bring pleasure to my wife I love that. that. I mean, that's where the importance of – so this would be to the ladies that has a husband that wants to perform oral sex, but she doesn't really want to because she's like, I don't need that. Well, he's coming. he could be coming at it from this, hey, I like that idea. I like being able to just give you pleasure, and I love knowing that, that I have that power.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it is certainly power because you think about it. You can do each other a lot of harm. You can do a lot of damage. Yeah in that position, doing all these things and your teeth are right there. And, and yeah, talk about, I mean, you definitely need to cover your teeth, whether, whether you're a woman going down on a man or a man going down on a woman. I mean, this is, you have to be so tender and, and, and so careful. And so, yeah, this is one of the most intimate acts that a married couple can perform. And I want to really encourage couples that even if this has never been a part of your sexual repertoire up until now, and even if you even if you both listen to the show and go, mm, we still just don't feel that need, or, or one yeah. of you is, is still hesitant, that doesn't mean that it's always, always, always going to be off the table. I actually spoke a few years ago, and I got an email a few weeks later, and the woman said, you know, I've always considered myself to be a very sexually confident wife. She said, but I started taking these drugs when I was going through menopause, and I lost my Ability to orgasm and we and you know sex just became few and further between. And then my husband got into his 60s and erectile dysfunction became an issue. And and she said, We really just kind of thought that our sex life was pretty much dwindled down to nothing, was practically over. She said, But when I heard you talk about oral sex, I came home realizing that over 25 years earlier, I had shut my husband down to that, but that maybe that's something that I need to revisit. And she said, Shannon, it's like a magic wand has been waved over our marriage bed that all of a sudden erectile dysfunction doesn't seem to be nearly as big of an issue. And she had regained her ability to orgasm through oral sex. So just because it's not happening today, don't write it off that it's never going to happen. Marriages go through seasons, uh, peaks and valleys, and the ebb, you know, the ebb and flow of the tides, all that kind of stuff. And so. Yeah, And maybe you're having really great oral sex right now. And two years from now, it may feel like it, it doesn't feel the same as it used to. Things change. Things evolve. It's okay. Just keep experimenting and trying to figure out what works.
1: Yeah, because so, it's, it's a process, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's it we're is. all in a process.
0: It's a journey. Yes, it's a it really is. fun journey. Yes, Enjoy is. every step of that journey. But, hey, I do want to close with something, if I could. Go. I, I know that not all of our listeners – Uh, ascribed to any particular spiritual values or religious values. And and we totally respect that and honor that. Um, I love that our show does not try to convert people to, you know, to a particular faith or religion or whatever. But the reality is that there's a lot of people listening who do look at their sexuality through the lens of spirituality. And what's held them back all along is they feel as if it would be displeasing to God in some way or unholy in some way. Right. So, can I just close with just a brief passage of scripture Go from for Song it. of Songs? Go for it. Yeah. People say, oh, I, I can't imagine that God approves of oral sex. But listen to this, right out of the Bible. Like the finest apple tree in the orchard is my lover among the other young men. I sit in his delightful shade and his taste is or and taste his delicious fruit. He escorts me to the banquet hall. It's obvious how much he loves me. And then here's another, I think that that certainly describes fellatio. I mean, she's sitting in her lover's shade and his fruit is sweet to her taste. And then this one is very indicative of cunnilingus. Awake north wind, rise up south wind, blow on my garden and and let its fragrance spread abroad. Come into your garden, my love, and taste its finest fruits. His mouth is sweetness itself. He's desirable in every way. Amen. I love that. (laughs) I love that. I think that that's a big, fat, green light from God. If that's what you need in your marriage, God looks upon the marriage bed with complete favor, smiles really big when you indulge and delight yourself and enjoy all that he intended for you to enjoy. And your bodies belong to each other. And just enjoy.
1: Just Just enjoy. I I think of it from the phrase of I can't see God sitting up there saying, oh, myself, I can't believe they would do that.
0: Yeah, oh, they're doing that again? Oh, that's so nasty? No.
1: Well, this is Sexy Marriage Radio. Um, All I can say to end this one is uh, let us know how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) We will see you next time.